I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and this is episode number 39. And today, I have another special guest with me today. Uh, David Morrell has over 25 years of sales and sales management experience and is a national award winner in sales with Xerox, CFIB, Bell, and now PandaPay. He specializes in sales and sales training, allowing him to step into the credit card processing industry to set records with the level of impact he and PandaPay have in saving business owners money across Canada. David, welcome so much. Or welcome and thank you so much uh, for joining me on Sales Team Rescue. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, thanks for the uh, invite. I always love to talk to people that are looking for help, for sure. Now, so this is awesome. Uh, the, so I don't know if you remember the actual first time we met, because I, I don't think you do. Um, we actually met at a Startup Canada event. And, okay. Uh, and I was sitting down with you and was talking about how I had a marketing idea and how I wanted to leverage Maserati um, with the deal. And you said, Maserati, well, just a minute, let me call up the owner of the dealership. And you grabbed the guy's phone beside you and you dialed the number of the owner of the dealership um, and left him a message and said he, he had to call me. And he did. There you go. So yeah, I will tell you right now. Mark's um, a good guy. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? You are, are a true connector. Um, for... And for me, that says a lot, right? I love, I love connecting. I love building relationships. But like, dude, you impressed me that day. I was like, man, this guy's a big deal. And That's, you know, it's it, Jeremy. You, you kind of hit it already before we even started. Before you started your questions, uh, sales has always been about relationships. Will always be about relationships. People buy from people they like, or people that can help them. Uh, but more importantly, who they like, because it's emotional, right? When you're selling, it's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was huge. Like that was, I mean, I'm never going to forget that, that, uh, you know, that first impression you made. And I'm like, man, I want to bend over backwards for this guy. Cause he just made a hookup <laughs> that I never thought was possible. Uh, and, yeah. and, Anytime. And, I, and I, and I was new to auto at the time. So I'm like, man, suddenly I'm connected to like the owner of the Maserati dealership and Maserati's on my vision board. So that's, that's yeah. It, it connected You'll own one eventually, my man, you'll own one I, eventually. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so look, you're here because, um, one, not only are you an awesome guy and a super great connector, but you've got a crazy amount of sales experience, sales leadership experience, and you are knocking the socks off the credit card processing industry with PandaPay. We are. We so, are. And, and tell, I am, for sure. More. Tell us a little more about PandaPay and, and what's going on, where you guys, what you've already achieved and where you guys are going. Well, a lot has happened in five years, and, and I think you and I would have met around probably year two or year three in PandaPay, but we started PandaPay with three guys, Mark, Max, and myself, and, uh, you know, we had two other angel investors, but basically we started with three guys. Uh, PandaPay is approximately 80 people across the country. We're licensed in Canada and the U.S., and we are very quickly becoming the largest payment processor privately held in Canada. Um, We did that with two things. Uh, We don't change our prices and we give awesome service. So what clients have found is um, 
they can count on us anytime they need us, but uh, it, it comes down to price and relationships. When we started our business too, Jeremy, one of the things that was really important is um, we did it based on relationships, meeting people face-to-face, and a lot of people told us um, there's no way you're going to be able to do this face-to-face. You can't do boots on the ground, um, and we've done it. Well, it's interesting because the you know the boots on the ground approach is is very old school, right? Classic, like how do we build these relationships before there was texting and cell phones and social media and all this stuff that's distraction and and shortcuts as a lot of people see them. Um, there was the old school knock on the door, introduce yourself, and say let's have a coffee, right? And a lot of people say that's old school, and it's I'm glad you're even saying it as well because it is, but. Um, what we found is our clients really like it. Uh, it gives us a chance to meet them face to face, give them a presentation, explain their rates, which nobody's been doing in the industry ever. Um, basically, they just they just give them a rate and uh, hope they buy. Basically, um, mm-hmm. and what's happened for us? We have about nine hundred clients in the Ottawa region. Myself, mm-hmm. um, across Canada, we have over eight thousand clients. So it's obviously working and we're licensed in Canada and the U S so um, it's growing exponentially. We have offices now currently in St. John, New Brunswick. We have head office in Montreal. I'm in Ottawa with my reps. We have a Quebec office, Quebec city. That is, we have a Toronto office. We have a rep in Niagara falls. We're opening Calgary and Edmonton later in the year. And we have Vancouver, which we've had for almost two years now. Um, so we're, we're officially across Canada. Um, and growing exponentially because people like that hands-on service. Um, What's typically been found in our industry, Jeremy, is that everybody wants to do um, over the phone or send me your statements and stuff like that. That doesn't work in this industry right now. It's not working. Um, The relationship building is working. Give you a stat that will really stick out to you. I recently um, or soon will be publicized in the Ottawa Business Journal in regards to an article I wrote. I asked business owners in the Ottawa region, what do you think you're paying? Do you think you're paying a a fair rate, um, too much, or you just don't know? 81% of the people that responded said they didn't know or they were paying too much. 51% of them said they were paying too much and they knew it. Um, so basically, there was around 17%. There was 2% that did, didn't answer. But basically, 17% thought they were paying a fair price. So realistically, that means 83% think they're not. Um, those are the types of things that we find out. And then when we go and meet people in person and are able to talk to them about it and show them what they don't know, it, it's changed our business. We don't lose clients at Panda Pay. I think it's probably because of the relationship building. And uh, evident of that is, or evidence of that is, the industry average is around 26% of customers lost on a regular basis or an annual basis. Mm-hmm. Panda Pay annually loses around 4%, a lot of it because the businesses go out of business. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's huge. It is huge. And my average uh, right now is around 2.1%. So I don't lose clients very often. If I do, it's only because I've gone out of business. Um, And why do people typically go out of business? There's a lot of reasons. We we know the statistics. Um, I think a lot of times it can be sales. They don't know how to close the sale. They might get leads or they might get people. Or 
And I say selling is not just selling a one time. It's how do you get people to come back? How do you get people to stay? How do you get people that are opening new businesses to come to you automatically without going to see your competitor mm-hmm. relationships? Yeah, that's, so. that's huge. And, yeah, and it's interesting because that's actually why I started Permission to Sell. Because uh, I yep. saw the startups in Fredericton, where um, I was originally based, um, and they were struggling with these great ideas and huge passion, and they couldn't sell. And part of it, I'm sure, was the complexity, complexities <laughs> as well around how to collect that cash, right? Well, and, you know, Jeremy, you know this from doing what you do. There is a lot of very, very smart people that have great ideas but they need sales training. They need help on how to close. Um, we were talking about a gentleman earlier before we got on this call. Um, I worked for him for t- about a year. I completely changed the way he looked at selling his own product because his whole target was 30000 and I was doing 400000 a month and he couldn't understand it. He said, how are you doing 400000 I said, because my mind's not limited to what you set as your records in the past. My mind's limited on making as much money as possible, closing everybody by follow-ups, being a professional, being on time, building relationships, asking questions about themselves, doing what a professional sales rep does, not doing what everybody else does. Right. Yeah. And that, that's huge. That's huge. So that, that's a good segue because you talked about how PandaPay was the four of you. And and three of us. Three, time, sorry. Yeah. The three of you. And now you're across the country. And you said, what, 80, 80 people across the country? We have, a, we have about 55 active reps, and okay. the rest would be administration. Gotcha. So when you're growing a team like that, um, and this is something I think is really important for, for our audience who might be people that are starting to build a sales team or they might already have a sales team and they want it to grow more quickly, more effectively, how to tighten up the processes. What are some of the things you can share about helping grow PandaPay that small business owners or even not small business owners, right? Larger business owners can can use as, as tips to, to grow their business. Well, it's interesting. You put a word in there and it was quickly. Uh, I would take that word out. Quickly will happen when it when you make the right environment. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say be more selective. You can hire 50 people tomorrow if you want and you're willing to pay for it. Right. But do you want those people selling your product? The people you pick are way more important than the, you know, how many people you pick. And then once you get the right person, and as an example of PandaPay, we don't just hire anybody at PandaPay. That's another thing that makes us different at PandaPay. You go through a three-week training process. You have to answer quiz surveys. Um, you have are extremely well-trained before you even hit the ground. That's what differentiates us from in our competitors um, is our level of knowledge and the reps knowledge. Most reps in the industry don't even know what an MCC code is. As an example, Mm -hmm. our reps have to know exactly what every MCC code is before they walk out the door and start talking to business owners. Because in our industry, if you have a different MCC code, you have a different price. So those are just the little things that we do. But one of the biggest things we do is we actually have four interviews, not one. For our sales rep. So there's an initial interview with the person who's trying to bring you on. That could be myself or one of my team leads or anybody else. Mm -hmm. After they've had the interview with the team lead, as an example, they would have a a, a meeting with myself. Then they would have a meeting with John Cruz, our business development manager across the country. Mm 
And the last meeting and actual face-to-face is with our CEO. Um, When you take that level of care before hiring a sales rep, you get really good sales reps because at all four levels, everybody has to say yes. Mm -hmm. If you get one person out of the three that says, no, there's just something about it, something happened in the interview, just whatever it is, we all have different things we're looking for. um, And we've, We've kind of built out that process, but I think it's better that people put a sales process together or what their perfect sales rep would be, would look like before they even start the hiring process. Mm, Assist that, like create that avatar. Well, you have to know who can sell your product. And I'm not talking about uh, color, race or age or any of that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about mindset. Um, if you're not good at math, you probably shouldn't be in the payment processing industry. Right. You deal with numbers all day long. As an example, that would be one attribute you kind of have to have. Sorry, it, it is a reality. If you're dealing with money, you probably should be good at it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's some of the stuff we look for. The other thing we look for is who do they care about before we hire them? Do they care more about their commission or do they care more about saving the business owner's money? Um, we've had top level reps, guys that we knew could sell the lights out of this industry. But the first thing they asked us was what about their commission and how much do they get paid? That's not the guys we want. Mm-hmm. We don't even hire them um, because we know what they're in it for. And we know what we get on the back end with those types of people, individuals. Gotcha. So that, that's really interesting. So the values are, are definitely taking priority. And so- values first. Uh, PandaPay built our vision. Our vision was to create an environment of fairness and stability for business owners. Fairness and stability comes into the fact that the pricing is negotiated with you and the rep that you're speaking to. How can I, in good faith, put somebody in front of somebody that isn't going to try to save them as much money as possible? He's worried about his commission. I can't. So that's why we don't hire those people. Um, When you take the values first, um, I've always told my reps, you take care of the person you're in front of first, panda pay second, and everything else will take care of itself. If you do that, and you've always done that, and you always do that, you'll never have anything to worry about. Um, Our reps are paid very well um, to take care of business owners. And that's that's the reality of the situation. And, And you know what? In a sales team, for any of those people that have sales reps, Paying them well is worth it. You get good reps with loyalty that aren't going to be looking elsewhere, spending time filling out resumes or doing interviews when they tell you they're selling. Because if you if they love what they do and they get paid well to do it, they'll stay and they'll work harder. I think that's huge. That's huge. It is huge. Yeah. And I so it's it's really interesting because a, a lot of people are looking for, you know, excuse the sports analogy, but they're looking for the Michael Jordan. And I call them unicorns. Unicorns, yeah. Yeah, yeah. unicorns and Michael Jordans. Okay, yeah. goats, yeah. but uh, yeah. Right, but that that one person, that one um, top performer, you're right, if the attitude's not right, now Jordan's a bad example because Jordan's attitude is, was good. Um, <laughs> so we He's an aggressive individual. I've met him. He's, he's an aggressive individual. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So let's use Jordan. But so if you get a Jordan on a team and, and somebody steps up, and says, I got the skills, I got what you need. And you're going, 
we're not in alignment. The values don't match. You're worrying about your commission. You're mm -hmm. going to, you're going to comfortably say, sorry, it's not going to work. That's and I, correct. And I think that's huge because a lot of people just want that Jordan, want that, that one guy that's going to come in and going to knock it out of the park for me. And but let, let me ask you a question, Jeremy, and I'll pose the question to you. Sure. You hire that guy and you get all the problems that come along with a person that has that, I'm going to call it ego. It, it it is what it is, black and white, call it what it is. It's an ego um, because I'm great and I can sell to anybody and all that other stuff. I would rather have a guy that I train to become that guy. Mm -hmm. I would rather have not the Jordan. I'd rather have the Kobe Bryant at 18 years old that wants to be Michael Jordan. Right. Because then they'll do what you need them to do, but they'll attach your values to it and you're showing them the way. The reality is I understand where business owners come from. I need sales right now. I need it right now. But sometimes you have to put in the work um, and, and work with people. A prime example, I'll give you an example. I have a rep who's been with me since day one. He's an original rep. He had no sales experience when I hired him. But I hired him because his attitude was correct. His attitude is, well, how can I help the business owners? He's asking me all of these questions in the interview. And he's a very mild-mannered guy, but he's super good at math and cares about people. And I said to the CEO, we have to hire him. He said, okay, David, I'm going to let you hire this guy, but he's never going to sell anything. I'm like, yes, he is. He's going to outsell everybody. Or he'll be a, one of our really good guys. He said, I don't think so, but okay. So we end up hiring this guy. This was three years ago. He's going on his fourth year this year with us. So he is an original rep. He's the first hire outside of myself, okay? Wow, okay. He went on, um, an average rep does four or five sales a month. But we have lots of information that comes out. And I look back at all the places I've ever worked, whether it be Xerox or CFIB or, or even Bell. Any of the places where I've excelled and done well and learned a lot while I was there, it was communication-based. They were talking to us all the time. They were training us. You can't just hire someone and then forget about it. You can't just hire someone, train them for a week, and expect them to understand everything you know in the business. You own the business for a reason because you know it inside and out. You know how to do it. But there's a lot of people, as an example, that know their business inside and out but have no idea how to sell it and need that help. Right. So I think where you come in, Jeremy. <laughs> Take me in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, that's you. So, so thank you for sharing that. I, I think that's that's really significant for for our audience. Um, it's it's. I'm I'm guessing for a lot of people, it's a big shift. I know the people that I've worked with. Um, it people are going hunting for the star reps, and you, you, those star reps, if they're star reps, let me let point out something to you. You can't take me away from Panda Bay. I'm a star rep. I I can sell anything, sold anything, but you can't take me away because the atmosphere I'm in. And the communication levels I get and the people I work with are amazing. So I'm not going anywhere. If you find a star rep that doesn't have a job, let me explain this. If that guy is the goat and doesn't have a job, he's not the goat. Right. He doesn't like it. He couldn't work with others. Something happened. Don't get me wrong. People can have situations where they leave. But when you're a business owner and you find a guy that's selling the lights out or a girl that's selling the lights out, you're going to make sure it works for that person. You're going to talk to them. How's things going? You're going to communicate with them. But if you find somebody that hasn't been had a job for two months and he tells you that he's goat, 
Um, I'll give you a prime example. When I quit my last job because I didn't want to work there anymore, this is before Panda Pay and before Bell. Mm-hmm. Took me two days to get a job. Two days. Mm-hmm. I had seven job offers because I just put it out to my network. Listen, I've due to personal reasons, I don't want to work for this company anymore. Good company for other people, just not a right fit for me. Does anybody have any offers? My LinkedIn blew up when I put that status out there because people know what kind of salesperson I am. So I had lots of offers. I decided to go to Bell at the time, and it is what it is. But the people that are out there, and, and another thing I would say, too, about sales reps that's real important when you're hiring or looking to train or find the GOAT, Look at their job history. Um, We found this out the good way and the bad way. Um, Look at their history. How long do they stay in a job? Mm -hmm. Especially if you have something that's extremely technical or something that's very hard to learn. If they only stay in their jobs for three to six months or six to nine months, they might not be the person for you. If they fit every category and then that one is is they've changed your job six times in, in eight years. That's another thing to be concerned about because does it say one thing? Do they work well with others? Do they listen to instruction? Mm-hmm. You can learn a lot by looking at somebody's resume if you look at it a different way. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's 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 super insightful. Um, so if you guys are just joining us, I am here with David Morell from Pandapay. Let's put your name back up on the screen for a second. Ta-da. Um, and I want to dive into the lightning round, which I think is the most fun part of the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, so surprise. No. Uh, all right, yeah. David. So as we know, coffee's for closers. What's your favorite kind of coffee or comparable drink? Coffee latte with one stevia. Starbucks, to be exact. Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I'm going I'm to get a coffee sponsor for the show eventually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what's the number one book or movie you'd recommend to sales reps or sales leaders? Oh my, if you knew me well, you would know that's a very hard question to ask. I love my books. I have thousands of them, read thousands. Um, For business owners right now, Jeremy, I would actually say Profit First. It's a very Mm. good book. Um, You have to put your profits first. This is the reason why you're in business. And 10 years from now, you don't want to look back and have $1,000 in your bank account when you should have $100,000. Profits First would be the one I would recommend right now. What about for a sales rep or a sales leader? Um, the Greatest Sales Rep of All Time by Joe Girardi is a sales book I would recommend. Uh, very hard to find. Um, but if you can find one, I mean, Amazon probably has them now, recopies. I have an original signed by him, which is <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about because uh, it wasn't easy to get. But, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Uh, who is someone you consider to be a mentor in your life, current or past? Um, I've had many, um, my dad is a small business owner, has been for a long time. He was one of my mentors back in the day. More recently, I would say our CEO, Max, um, Max DeRiso has helped me kind of look at things differently in regards to how I look at uh, the whole picture, life in general, and taking care of yourself and taking care of your finances and uh, how to treat people and and how to look at situations when they're difficult or easy. Uh, I would say those two people. And I look up to my wife, obviously, just in case she watches. That's the right answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, 
And now, finally, what is the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to keep yourself on your game? <laughs> that is a strange question, but I will tell you. Um, I actually do this from time to time. I will open up the, the visor on my car, mm-hmm. and I will I will literally smile at myself and say, you got this. I don't know what meeting I'm going into when I do it. There's no rhyme or reason, but I'm like, you got this. You got this. And I just keep saying it, and then I walk into the meeting with a different mindset. So it's just one of those little things, and actually that came from Max DeRiso saying, hey, you got to tell yourself you're good. Uh, even when you're not, and even if you're having a bad week, bad month, whatever, um, that's the thing about sales. It's up and down. So you got to well, keep your attitude, your attitude in check and be consistent. Well, and I was, I was, uh, training, uh, a group of one of my programs just, uh, last night. And one of the things I talked about was the first sale you've got to make is for yourself. You got to sell yourself oh, every day, right? You got to sell yourself when you get up in the morning, uh, for the young guys that are out there. And young girls and young ladies that are out there getting into sales for the first time. Here's what I will tell you. It doesn't matter what you sell. You better enjoy it. Because this job can be up. It can be down. It can be really good. It can be really bad. And the other thing I'll say is always answer the phone. It's one of the things. It's the number one rule at Panda Pay for my reps on anybody that on my team. If your client calls you, answer the phone. Whether it's good, bad, or ugly. And I'll give you a story of this really quickly, Jeremy, because I know you got to go. I had a client that called me on a regular basis after I signed him up. And when I say regular basis, once a day for a week, this guy called me. Wow. Every day called me and he asked me the same question. Now, if you had a little kid ask you the same question for about five days in a row, would you not get a little annoyed? Now, picture this with a full grown adult that you've written down the instructions he's asking you, gave it to him five times, and he continues to call you with it. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. The fifth day when he called me, I said to him, how can I help you, sir? He says, you answered the phone. Good for you. And I said, what? I was kind of shocked. He said, I've been calling you every day with the stupidest question I could come up with to see how you were going to act. Every day this week. And I said, okay. He said, because I've been wanting to give you a lead on a really big client, but I wanted to make sure you were going to answer the phone if he called you. And if you can answer my call five days in a row with this stupid question, then I know you're going to answer the question when he calls, or you're going to answer the phone when he calls. Always answer the phone. Your clients are looking for it. Your clients don't call you just to bug you. And don't get me wrong. You're going to have some that just want to talk to you because you're cute or whatever but the reality is they call you because they need something and be there for them if you're there for them it shows them that you care uh empathy is the first starting process in selling anything love it i love it that's huge so david how can our audience find more of your greatness um well it's funny i i i don't do training anymore like i used to i I leave that to the professionals like yourself but if they're in the payment processing industry and they're looking for credit card processing or they're looking for a new career let's just i'll put it out there we're always hiring um you can find me at dmorale.com that's my website that's my personal website that just talks a little bit about my clients and and my background it's just very basic i just put a basic website out there or they can find me on linkedin um I have, I don't know, 1,800 contacts on LinkedIn. 
Um, those are the two most common ways or by email. Um, dmorel at pandapay.ca is the easiest one. But uh, yeah, um, uh, if you look on, uh, if you Google search David Morell on uh, Google, you'll find the guy that wrote Rambo, so you won't find me. But if you put David Morell at PandaPay, you'll find me very easily. Right. Yeah, guys, and we got it right up on the screen right now, dmorell.com. Um, go check that out. And uh, like, like I mentioned, David's just an awesome guy, a great connector. David, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Um, guys, if appreciate you... Yeah, and if you guys, if you want to uh, catch the recording of this, the replay, or any previous episodes of Sales Team Rescue, or book your sales training blueprinting session with yours truly, then you can go to salesteamrescue.com and get all the goodies there. Once again, today we've had the amazing David Morell from PandaPay on the show, and I think we're going to have to have you back for another episode because... Let's do an update at the end of the year because uh, I'll be able to tell you a little bit more about how the expansion's gone. We uh, we want to have about 400 reps by the end of the year across Canada and the U.S. So uh, uh, I'll give you an update at that time. Awesome. So if you guys are looking for a gig and you are don't necessarily think you're the greatest of all time or the GOAT, but you are willing to learn and have a value, values that align, reach out to David through dmorel.com and uh, we'll see if you can make it through the hoops he's going to get you to jump through. There you go. Awesome. Jeremy, you're the best, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, David. Have a great day. Guys, remember, get uncomfortable, get results. We will see you next week, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. And I'm going to come to you live, um, fresh out of a huge event that I'm super stoked to share with everybody. So we will see you then, David. Have a great weekend. Uh, and guys, take care. Bye. Have fun, Jeremy. Take care. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. 